you know, one of my buddies is really funny, and he started trolling me immediately when my my wife posted the pictures. He's like, "Oh man, obviously Condit wasn't uh, aware of the California engagement tax." <laughs> and he went down this whole elaborate explanation that, oh yeah, they taxed you seventy percent of what you bought with the ring. You... <laughs> and it's California, so I believed every yeah. moment of it for the first half hour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like they a... got me again, you know. <laughs> Oh, Beatitudes, you are here with us at the tiny table. We are the Beatitudes, welcoming Beatitudes from all over the world to this great show for Christian men seeking to grow in their walk with the Lord, walking in authentic fraternity, number one fraternity podcast in America. Yeah, <laughs> beating out all the Greek fraternities. Actual, yeah. <laughs> but this is truly a place of humor, holiness, and humorness, and that is when humor and holiness come together to make you just feel the Holy Spirit tugging at them heartstrings. Mm. All right. Well, mm. listen, my name is Jeff Shufflebein. I was not born in Texas, but I ain't leaving. I'm here to welcome my co-host, Nick Besner. I was born in Texas, and I never left. <laughs> I left. It got weird. Uh, <laughs> Paul and Paul Colker. And I was born in Texas and have left a couple different times, but always come back. Oh, they always come back. Yeah. No, I've all. never left. Well, <laughs> okay, Mr. M- Munster. No, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay? Munster's like their competitors. So let's yeah, just, sorry. I'm sorry, sorry for all you and Munster. My mom. I'm so sorry. It's for Munster. It's okay. Okay. All love, right. Love the cheese there. She though. converted. I can't wait to uh, to dive in with our guest. I did, though, go to my first monster truck jam the other night. What? Come on. I took my three boys. It was a gift. But I have to tell you this because what you just said, like, Monster versus Lindsay, Texas. <laughs> monster truck jam is not a real race. It is actually a scripted fake wrestling thing. I did, had no idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that either. Did not know that. The ATVs was Team Texas versus Team Oklahoma, the Ooh. cheaters. Oh, my goodness. It was so painful and beautiful. Okay. So let's dive right in here on the Beatitudes. We are here to welcome a guest that we've been friends with for the last year plus, but this man has been making waves, drove in, not even from his hometown. We'll talk about that in a minute, but He's here to be a part of the Beatitudes today, Mr. Joe Condit. Joe! I'm so honored to be You know, guys, you know you made it in life in two ways. You get bobbleheads made yourself, and you're on the Beatitudes. Well, Let's go. I mean, I, I think I'm going to retire after tonight. Well, we'll I try think. to figure out the bobblehead thing and send that your way, too. And then, <laughs> then you're done. Do you know what would be the perfect bobblehead, Joe, if you want to put your people on this? It's the four of us talking, and then there's a bobblehead tiny table. And it's to scale because, I mean, we're all extremely close together right yeah. now. Yes. <laughs> we emphasize that on almost every show just to make the audience feel the slightly table, awkward. Would the table shake or the heads? That's a good question. <laughs> if this was a wobbly table in real life, mm. that would be one thing. Yeah. Joe, you have uh, you have a bunch of great stuff to talk about. I would love to maybe hold on to some family stuff for the bonus show because I want people to know Joe is the founder of the largest Catholic Speakers Bureau in the world, just like this is the best comedy podcast for men of faith and fraternity in the world. Yep. yep. If you if you niche down <laughs> far enough, <laughs> you can be the best at anything. Like, no one will do <laughs> it. <the> Irving. <laughs> um, it's called the Catholic Speakers Organization. This is a huge deal. Yeah, by the grace of God, it's uh, something that's grown. It's grown into something I've never even imagined. You were just some punk kid, just launching websites. Twenty-five year old, yeah, I was twenty-four, twenty-five years old. My sister started speaking as a high schooler to other high schoolers, and that's where it just kind of went from one person, and now I'm just four hundred and fifty today. You're like repping your baby sister. Yeah. Were you banking bank off it? Were you getting some top line? About 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> At 25? Yeah. Let's pump that 100 back in SEO right now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, it was it was wild. She started filling gymnasiums with, uh, you know, parents and students coming to hear her message to young girls about living their life for Christ. And wow. I remember the, I still remember to this day the conversation I had with her. I said, Christine, I hear what you're doing. Like, what? You know, what are they paying you to do this? And she said, I don't know, like 50 bucks. 
you see thousands of people coming to us. Like, oh, there's got to be other Christinas out there that need some help, you know, with <laughs> contracting and, you know, making this a little bit more non-lopsided. So that's kind of really, that's the beginning of what we know today now as the Catholic Speakers Organization. Yeah, you need to have professionalization and all this stuff. It's not just because you're giving a gift to others because you're doing some sort of evangelization or a calling doesn't mean you're supposed to be eating only ramen noodles. Right, right? yeah. I mean, <laughs> with no insurance. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why good people quit things. They're like, well, I was doing this great ministry, and now I'm an accountant. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got benefits. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's one thing if you're taking vows of chastity, poverty, and obedience as a nun or a brother or something yeah. where you're saying, okay, right. no, I, I want to be poor for the sake of the kingdom. But it's another thing if you're actively building up mm -hmm. the church, but you're also trying to raise a family or right. something like that. That's a whole different ballgame. That's right. Yeah, it was, it was a real eye-opener, but the— the real benefit that came out of it was realizing that nothing ever existed prior to the the website. It was all done by word of mouth. Man, that's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was just, you know, me calling Jeff, you know, from Ohio to Texas saying, hey, who'd you have last year? Was he any or was she any good? And Oh, the, the phone tree method. Yeah, yeah. You so. call a couple friends, yeah. and they keep calling. Can you three-way dial me in? Yeah. <laughs> I just got the caller ID. That's hilarious. You know, we, we played the AOL sound. Do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. The, we played that to my nephew in front of his dad and said, hey, I want you both to listen to this sound and tell us what you, do you know what this is? He had no idea. Yeah. He's a senior in high school, no idea that AOL, beep doo Remember oh that? yeah, <laughs> and I mean no you, would be, you would start getting antsy like it's coming, yeah, it's, it's about to be time. on. Yeah. <laughs> Five more minutes, I'll be able to type something. <laughs> I can message my friend that I just saw at school say, "Hey, hey, I'm messaging you. you. What's up?" You finish a whole cup of coffee before your first email. Yeah, <laughs> so. When Napster came out, I downloaded a song, went to school, came back, finished it. Like <laughs> now, now, real quick for all the people who are under. 25 out there. Uh, Napster was a way to get music before iTunes. Oh, yeah. yeah, Napster changed the world. Yeah, it was also probably illegal. I think so. Yeah, but they said it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought if it was on the internet when in 1999, then well, no, this is Napster was like 96. That's when I was getting into. Mm -hmm. it. Anyways, yeah. let's go back. What year was it for you, Catholic speakers? 2006. Ooh, yeah, 2006. Year. It was right when Facebook started making its first little wave outside oh, yeah. of college campuses, yeah. if you remember. MySpace was huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. still waiting for that to come back, but hasn't yet. <laughs> Did you keep your page? Uh, my MySpace page? Yeah. yeah. I believe it probably still exists. Who's yeah. in your top eight? I have no idea. I know yeah. Tom's in there. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the t-shirt? Oh, yeah. Whatever happened to that guy? MySpace Tom, he cashed out 600 mil. Oh, man. He's yeah, probably just, he you know. Well. I bet uh, he's broke. That's it. I mean... To cash out like that, okay, let's go back to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to spend it all, Jeff. You know, it was fun, though, because you got an immediate friend. It was immediate. You know, yeah. Tom was your friend. Yeah, it was, uh, it was back in those days when the Internet really was taking that next leap, and um, it was so fun because it was the Wild West, you know, mm. and calling these Catholic speakers. And the true, there's so many blessings that came out of the, the organization, but one was all the connections I made, you know, yeah. and the people like you guys get to sit with and, having sports people and movie people and uh, pro professional athletes and business folks that, you know, you've only heard of your whole life growing up, you know, and now you have them in your cell phone because you're helping them promote the Word of God. It's it's really fulfilling. Can you just office down the hall and just book them to come see you and then stop by here? We'll yeah. do the show. <laughs> yeah. Take them out for a Burger King. Little Catholic conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah. That actually yeah. is not a bad idea. It's kind of <laughs> happening on this floor right now. Anyways, <laughs> Every, I, we, we just don't have a speakers bureau here yet, so yeah. I don't know. We're in the we're in the market. We're looking for a couple that we're talking to. So yeah. if you want to make a play, what do you what's in it for us? There you go. No, I, <laughs> I Jeff, love that idea. Hold on, just real quick, since I don't know how many episodes you've seen, but Jeff really loves to just like make offers or solicit offers really i should say and from guests sometimes it works <laughs> sometimes it does it's amazing you gotta ask a lot of people and for only 1999 you guys can join my church after this right. episode we'll <laughs> talk about it though okay we'll talk about it plus shipping and handling yeah <laughs> man i gotta believe you had Thanks some early <laughs> early calls where you were like oh gosh i'm about to be on the phone with blank like this guy's a big deal this woman is you know an internationally known speaker right. athlete whatever like what's one that you can remember early on where you're like Oh, I'm actually talking to this person. Like, 
I'm a punk kid. Uh, you're not a punk. I am. Oh, but. yeah. No, actually, you just tre- I know exactly who that was. That who? was Father John Carapi. Oh, oh wow. wow. How'd that go? He had no idea how to go, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Get your life together, boy. Um, no, it was just I turned was, into spiritual direction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was 24 years old, and I he has no idea to this day. I think how old I was when we started yeah. working together, and uh, I brought him to Cincinnati, Ohio, and filled an arena where the Xavier Bas- Musketeers play basketball, mm. and that was. Uh, uh, that was a just an unbelievable moment in my life because it was where the the organization went from uh, kind of a growing platform to it kind of arrived and people started taking notice to it. And um, once Father Karapi worked with us, it was it was game on. You so know, then, it like, opened up a lot of doors. You do that big deal. You have him on there. Did you start getting inbound at that point? Was it like now you're in Symphony? You're like, That's wait, this isn't really. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah, this no. really E.T.? <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Elliot, Elliot. Go ahead. No, it, it, it was, the, yeah, that was the turning point. It's yeah. funny. It's a good question because uh, it's what really was the moment where I realized this, We, you know, we've gone from just this fun idea to, a lot of responsibility at this point because we started having those inbounds coming mm. in and people and then he was on and then the, the next person next person and then we started you know we went probably from 10 people to almost 75 in two years and then you know just kept it going so so question there because you said you were what 25 when that happened uh, 24 25 yeah. 24 25 see because i was trying to figure out how to get off my parents health insurance at the time <laughs> so like how did you figure out how to fill a stadium full of people. <laughs> good Lord. The good Lord, honestly, Paul, that's such a good question because I, there's so many things in my life I've done that where I've had that where I almost, I ended up back on my parents' couch because I went broke. <laughs> okay, well that's fair. Yeah. But when the good Lord's behind it, it's it's um it's unbelievably easy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's still a lot of hard work, but th- things just fall into place and you can't explain it. Yeah, just mm-hmm. he makes straight the path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, man, oh man, I will never forget when that. And that whole arena was clearing. You know, I'm standing there watching them just shut down. And I thought, did that just really happen? Because mm. I just saw all these men and these women and men going to mass. We had a mass that day, and it was just an all-day thing with Father Crappie. You know, I, and you guys remember him, right? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, do you remember I do, actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I went to an event of his. Um, actually, it was back when I was in seminary. He came and did something in Minnesota at one point. So you were probably yeah. behind that. I didn't know it at the time. but I don't, Not the one in Minnesota. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but no, it was, he was, yeah, he was, Father Mike Schmitz has kind of filled that role, in my opinion. That's yeah. my personal opinion. I mean, and it's uh, interesting because it's two totally different approaches. Yeah. You've got Father Crappie. You know, and then you've got, gosh, you guys. I mean, it's just, it's so cool. I mean, <laughs> you got, well, it's two generations, right? It's yeah. like the the old school generation and the the new the new generation, where yeah. it's kind of you know a little bit more softer approach. Let's just say. <laughs> yeah, but but an enthusiastic and yes, energetic yeah. one yeah. for sure. Yeah. Paul, at the end of the show, I want you to do impressions of Joe, Nick, and I. You're pretty good at this stuff. I love, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Where? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see your best, uh, best Besner. <laughs> okay. Hey, so Joe, uh, keep going forward. With this I know some cool stories you've shared with me before, but what are stories that are either moving and powerful, or oh my goodness, I can't believe something. I I think about when you had Jonathan Rumi up in Ohio in the uh, middle of 23 in March of 23. Talk about the event you did at the high school. Oh yeah, the uh, the great school the surprise, school. Yeah, yeah, which is on the homepage of nationalmensconference.com. And of course, I have to give a shout out. Jeff was one of our speakers yeah. that day, yeah. next to Jonathan Rumi on stage. It was that was, that day was just amazing. It was. It? Well, it should have um, been easy to stand there because he's Rumi. <laughs> yeah, if, if 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 your listeners want some feel good. <laughs> Sorry, that was so bad. We can keep going. Let's just pretend that moment didn't happen. If you're, if the listeners want some feel good motivation, just uh, you know, go to the website. It's the what the video is on the homepage. But we thought of an idea. Kelly Woodward, who is the chair of this grade school in Cincinnati, she's been such a support role in building, helping us build this conference to what it is with her husband. And we thought, how cool would it be to have Jonathan Rumi pop out behind the big screen? when we got the grade school that she chairs for, and it was their 100th anniversary, you know, raising money. And so they got the whole gymnasium filled of parents and students of the school. And at the end of them watching a scene of The Chosen, 
you can see it all on film. It's it's all in the video. We we had him pop out behind to surprise mm. the kids. Wow, so cool. So and and we actually put in raw footage of people's cell phones. So when you watch the video, it feels like you're there. Yeah. And you can hear Super. the kids' commentary. And one girl just screams like, "Oh, it's my favorite actor!" I mean, she's just losing it. I mean, it really is such a cool moment. So yeah, you know, we try and do some fun stuff like that. That's you know, and, awesome. Yeah, I mean that's just like the epitome of the whole surprise and delight. Oh thing yeah, too. Yeah, just take it to that next level. Yeah, it was I mean you can imagine as these kids too, your kids. Yeah, and everybody has role models growing up, right? We, athletes sure. or movie stars. I'm sure all of us we could go around and talk about who affected our lives as kids, and they see one of their you know people they revere just walk right out in front of them. Yeah, and you can and hear of all things that he's famous for. Yeah. It's a pretty important one. Yeah. Oh, Jesus man. Jesus and the Chosen. I can tell you guys, I've, I've been with both of them. I've been with both the Jesus characters, and it is another level of celebrity. Mm. It is. It, 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 there's, is there's, there a point where it's like it crosses over and you're like, that's actually not Jesus, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No, the, it's crazy because you, you know, when you're with them and you're walking through crowds and you're trying to get somewhere, normally – when I'm with talent, it's easy. Oh, it's, you know, Boss Rootin. I love that guy anyway. Or whoever. And it's easy because, ah, oh, it's kind of more of an approach of, let me put my, hey, buddy, let's get. Like, can I but, get a picture with you? Right. Yeah. But with these, with, with, the, with the, we'll call them the, the good Lord characters, right? <laughs> yeah. So Jim Caviezel and Jonathan Rimmel. Yes. Yeah. The people want to come and touch and pray. Right, like, can, oh I, can I goodness. can I pray with you for a minute? I have cancer. Who and touched I, my robe? <laughs> power went out and, from me. And you think, you, and and then in 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 the position, you, well, I can't just push little Mary out of the way here, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you she's eighty-eight. Right. You don't want to <laughs> knock her over. So it's it's just a it's wild because people they mm. they are so moved by the what these guys have done, you know, respectively, sure. uh, to what they both have done and changed the world. Um, it just takes celebrity to a whole nother level. Well, and, and I think, though, part of that, so I, I'm going to say kind of two brief comments here. Part of that is that so much of celebrity these days is misused, mm-hmm. right? So seeing somebody who's actually trying to use um, their their acting, their, their screen presence, their stage presence, whatever it is, to glorify God, mm-hmm. to give God a, a, an avenue into people's lives, that already just moves the needle for people in such a powerful Agreed. way. But for these two guys in particular, they really seem to have approached the entire thing as a prayer, saying, I'm going to offer this because I I, I think Jim Caviezel even is on the record somewhere saying, like, I, I want to disappear into this role. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's basically saying, "Let he must increase, I must decrease. Right. Jim Jim's one of the holiest men I've met, and he just... He's just so unbelievable. His his idea with that is, I hope when people see like the Passion of the Christ, and they they see his role, that they see Jesus. They do not see him. Yep. That that was yep. his whole his whole goal with that. And which explains why people are so moved by encountering him because he was trying mm-hmm. to be a yeah. place where right. where God could become yeah, present. People don't see him. Though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it became true yeah. in yeah. more ways than he maybe anticipated. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm gushing a little bit. But <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. It is fun to We're see. We're touching people. Joe, and Joe touched them. Yeah, so he's a second. <laughs> he's a third class relic, you guys. He's third class. That's for sure. Whoa! <laughs> sorry. Whoa! I love Joe. Wait, no, when's the last time you saw Jim Caviezel? When's the last time y'all hung out? Uh, last night. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah, we were. Go we, on. We, we, I I drove straight to the B. There's two things again: the bobbleheads. And then so we were we were at the national championship game for the, the uh, college football college football Washington played Michigan or the state that shall not be named. <laughs> and <I'm> Ohio. <laughs> OH baby. OH. I uh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he, he invited we went to watch the game and you know, I saw one of the coolest things I've ever seen in sports. And um, you know, toward the in the halftime, the second half of the game, people started realizing. Who was Joe's sitting. here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's Joe Condon. They're yeah. going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> he runs and that Catholic so, Speakers Bureau. <laughs> and so they start taking pictures, right? Yeah. <laughs> Said one person today, just now. <laughs> I've made it. <laughs> and and so it, Jim's sitting, they're literally this close where yeah. you are, and my wife's sitting next to me right here. And my wife leans over, she goes, they're all taking pictures. <laughs> I was like, I know it. It's, it's it's all right, babe. Don't don't worry. And she actually was able to see one of the dad's cell phones because he had his text at like nine thousand yeah, font. Yeah, yeah. And it's and like the and dad. the font said on this guy's phone in front of her it said, 
that is 110% him. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy was taking like pictures taking with, his, selfies. with his buddy, you know. And, uh, and, and one of the coolest things in sports, which I will now announce on the Beatitudes I've ever seen, is Washington. A lot of people know this. Jim actually walked on at Washington as a basketball player. Mm. So he was a D1 athlete. Which Whoa. Is, awesome. He's a mix of a very interesting guy. You got OCD artists mixed with competitive D1 athleticism. Wow. That's, an in, that, that's a guy yeah. that's going to go somewhere, right. you know. And so, uh, um, what the heck was I talking about? The greatest moment in sports. Oh history. yeah, how did I forget about that? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with me? So he <laughs> halftime comes around, and you know Washington's not doing as we hoped. And uh, I look down, and people are just you know music's going, people are cheering, blah blah blah. And he's sitting right next to me, and he's got his rosary out, and he's sitting there praying the rosary. He kept that rosary in his hand the entire second half. Yeah. And it made me pray during a sporting event that I would never have prayed before. You know, wow. he's just a living testament, you know, and, uh, you know, and a lot of our speakers are like that. They try and live and walk the walk. And, you know, it was it was a real interesting it was a real interesting experience. I want you to tee up another one. But I got to tell you one. I took a recruit that I had in town. Um, he was going to be getting an entry level job at my energy company. And I took him to a fancy restaurant in uptown Dallas. And about three tables away, it was just us in the courtyard and then Tony Romo and a couple other of the Cowboys players. And people all around started snapping pictures. And I pulled the waiter aside and I said, could you get the manager? I would like for people to stop taking pictures of me and my recruiters. (laughs) 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 This woman lost it. I was like, look, I know it's a big deal for us to be out here, but I just want him to have a normal experience just because, you know, we're here tonight at your restaurant. So... (laughs) Of course you would, Jeff. They love you. Of course you would. (laughs) Keep it interesting. Well, so speaking of Jim Caviezel, I mean, you've been running this Catholic Speakers organization, and you guys had the Sound of Freedom take off this last summer and uh, and go go crazy with numbers and all that, and so I'm sure he was getting booked up and— yeah, yeah, he did it. The Sound of Freedom was number one movie in America. It still to this day, I think, as of January, whatever the date today is, tenth, ninth, uh, beat Taylor Swift's documentary at the box office. Whoa! So if you look that up, I think Sound of Freedom came out as number ten, and Taylor was number eleven. Oh, but a whole new uh, era. yeah, I, no, I was <laughs> I was just really blessed to be able to get involved and kind of help with whatever I could with you know with all the things, the craziness they had going on with the movie. And, um, you know, that's just one example of the many that this little speakers bureau idea brought into yeah, our lives. A website you know, that it, you started at 25 years old. It's why, you know, yeah. you know, we're working with guys like, like I mentioned before, the UFC fighter, Boss Rutan, which you guys got to have him on this. He's, he's one of the Do best personalities. Do you know anybody who can book speakers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you book you know, podcast? I tell or? people, I tell people, keep me around. I'm a pill, but I could because I have a lot of good, cool friends. Yeah, you know, which are, <laughs> includes you guys. So I'm bragging about oh, you when I say just, that. You know, but stop. Stay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is the uh, number one way to make this podcast go through the roof? Like uh, some of those films and speakers. What can you <laughs> do? Doing for what you're doing, <laughs> you know, and, and have guys like that on for sure. I mean, you know, yeah. we've got 450 people. We got to start getting them in here. Well, really? and it, you know, you started a website because you wanted people to stop ripping your sister off, <laughs> <laughs> which is and, a good motivation. And, yeah. and yeah. promote the word of God. Amen. Yes. We yes. created this podcast because we wanted people to stop making faith so boring and promote the word of God. And uh, it's time we stop ripping ourselves off. So I don't know. What to do. <laughs> <laughs> Again, well, another bold declaration. Well, let's just I'm make in. this episode a million dollars for anybody that watches it. They got, there you go. All right. Well, speaking of a million dollars, we want to put you on the spot with a little game. All right. <laughs> oh, going back to DJing. That was really cool, Jeff. I got this. Watch this. <laughs> Here we go. This game is called Blessed Are the Joke Makers, <laughs> for they shall inherit the points. How many points? We're going to figure that out right now. It's going to be 80. 80. That's right. And the way this is going to work is that we each have to uh, try to act out a character on this character card. There is no try, Paul. We, we each have to act out the character on this character card in answer to the Catholic card game card's prompt. So this character... Oh, you're fading out on me. Okay. All right. So this character... <laughs> no, this character could be um, like U.S. president or... A persona. It's Yeah, it's more of a persona than a specific name. And then the Catholic card game is like a fill-in-the-blank or... 
So you're, so you're gonna judge us. Yeah, and you have to decide who. It's purely subjective. You just go with your gut. Which one did you like the most? It's like right. who wore it best. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Okay, so the character that we have to do is someone who is engaged to be married, and the prompt is what is talked about at the pub. What is talked about at the pub? That's a Catholic card game prompt? It sure that, is. That okay. is more Catholic than anything. Okay. I was talking to me, my fiancé, Seamus, and uh, he was saying that he was going to propose to me with onion rings. <laughs> I actually was going to go with pretzels, so uh, you just took that one from me. Uh, all right. Well, mates, here we are back at the Lion and the Child. You know, J.R.R. Tolkien would always talk about uh, the Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> I finally put a ring on it. <laughs> God. Nice. You got like uh, <laughs> Scottish Beyonce. Whatever. <laughs> oh, I loved it. No, that was great. Um, <laughs> what, is, what does that say about wedding rings, though? Hey, man, no. geez, you look forward on your side. I look forward on my side. Just because I'm engaged doesn't need me looking at my ring finger here in the pub like restroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, that went I, from weird to uncomfortable. <laughs> all three of those are a great man example of engagement. <laughs> we all fumbled. We all dropped the ring. You know? Yep. <laughs> None of it went as planned, by the way. Did anyone's engagement go as planned? Mine did not. Not uh, even close. Yes. My, well, yeah. Actually, yeah. Really? You have to pick a winner real quick, and then we're going to go into this. Who I got to go with Paul. I laughed. I did. That was the deepest laugh. Yeah. All right. and he, Top and of the he, morning to you. And he tapped in with the Irish pub, which invades any culture. <laughs> if you travel anywhere, there's always an Irish pub somewhere. There's well, a company that a sells Catholic pub Irish in a box. Pub it's in a, a box. You, what? like, they ship all the things, and you... Do the interior decorating. The, it's a cool they thing. They should have no. this Catholic card game pub in a box yeah. uh, expansion set. Well, I love uh, it. There's also a lot of credit for whoever goes first because it's really this weird tension moment before that. But so listen, <laughs> we're so grateful <laughs> to have you as our celebrity judge here. So you're going to get a pair of socks from SockReligious.com. You know them well. Oh, yes. This is the St. Paul uh, because... Thank you. I love amazing, these guys. You're an amazing man of the church, and we appreciate you. For Beatitudes out there, you can get 10% off your own pair of Soccer Religious socks by going to SoccerReligious.com slash Beatitudes. And by the way, how appropriate that this was all about the engaged man. You're talking about fumbling. What happened to you today? Uh, I lost my wedding ring. Oh, yeah. My wife's going to watch this. But we found it since. It's just locked somewhere in someone's office. Yes, yes. I can't even (laughs) believe that you found it. You just went to a random office in this office building that's like (laughs) seven stories high. Joe, I got a good sniffer on me. I knew exactly where to go. (laughs) And found the guy that found my wedding ring. One conversation. Yep, we got it. (laughs) Which I left in the public bathroom, which I don't know what that says about me, but there it is. You left it in the pub. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You left it in the pub. (laughs) Like bathroom. (laughs) All right, we're going to commercial. We'll see you in a minute. The team at Aquinas Wealth Advisors believes that good values and good returns are not mutually exclusive. Using a tech-smart and morally sound approach, they provide investment alternatives that align with Catholic teachings without sacrificing returns. These days, faith-driven investors are finding it hard to know where their money is going. They have no visibility into what their dollars are supporting, but there's a better way. Thanks to the faith and finance score from Aquinas Wealth Advisors, you can look into your current holdings to see what you're supporting and make a switch to an advisor that aligns with your values and gives power to your voice. Check out AquinasWealth.com today. Hi, it's Paul Kolker from the Beatitudes here, and I just wanted to share with you guys that I also, outside of the show, perform improv comedy on a regular basis with a group called Divine Comedy. So what we do is we come up with everything on the spot, so whether you're looking for faith-filled, fun, family-friendly comedy for your youth night, or whether you're looking for clean comedy for your corporate event, Divine Comedy can perform for your group and even get you in on the action. So if you'd like to hire us to come out and perform for your next event, check out DivineComedyImprov.com. Divine Comedy, an inferno of fun. Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Joe Condit. 
from the Catholic Speakers Organization. Joe, you've done a couple different things in your life. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the time you were buying and selling gold? <laughs> you know, I, I can't take credit for anything. I, I, I was, the only thing I did was get involved with the brainchild behind that very early on. Kind of mystery here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was. Uh, I, well, I was lucky I, I love this. I just got to say, like background. You, we met a year ago or so, and you're like, oh, I know this guy. He went to Texas A&M. I'm like, I've had dinner with that guy. He does Texas Precious Metals. Like, yeah, you know that guy. Yeah. How do you know that guy? It's <laughs> like I too have done Texas Precious Metals. Correct. <laughs> I love it. Now we're talking about TPM. That's Texas Precious Metals. I can do the math. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, that was another blessing that came into my life. Uh, Tarek Saab is a real great Catholic guy. His He was the brainchild behind TPM, and I was lucky enough he called me in 2009, and he's the one that grew it and it attracted the other gentlemen that you know, the Casper family. And that's what actually ultimately moved me down to Shiner. Oh, there Shiner, you go. Texas, which I ended up in Austin, and now I'm here in Dallas. You know, Amazing. So, Just yeah. going up and down 35. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. That's great. The Texaplex. Well, listen, we were talking about uh, our relationships before this. I think... Well, spe- speaking of gold. Speaking of gold, yes. <laughs> we uh, we thought with how much we talked about how terrible we are as men, we might give ourselves some credit, because um, that's also what we do <laughs> by asking the TBD. That's the Beatitudes. It's not really how that works. But the Beatitudes question of the day, uh, play along at home. We just want the short version of each person here telling their engagement story. Mine, for fun, I'll tell you that first of all, I'm 11 years older than my wife, so let's just, ha-ha, you're old. Um, <laughs> so I'm driving one day, and I have my parents in the car, and somebody sends me an email from work, and I hand it to her. I said, will you read this to me? Not realizing that my business partner at the time was going to say, I can't wait for your upcoming engagement to Amanda. So she's reading out loud, and I said, give me my Blackberry. So I said, she starts to say something. I said, don't ever say anything again. And I'm like, I'm kind of mean. Well, I go to the bathroom when we get to the restaurant, call her mom. And I'm like, this just fell apart. Pretend you don't know anything. So when she called her mom crying, her mom's like, why wouldn't he talk to us beforehand? Which, so now I got to come up with this whole ruse. We go to a ranch. I give her this little Tiffany's br- box. And when she opens it, it's a pearl bracelet. And you've never seen a woman so disappointed by a pearl bracelet in her life. <laughs> So we go for a four-wheeler ride. I proposed to her on the backside of the mountain. She comes down thinking it's just going to be like the six people that were at the ranch. There was 30 people waiting for us. It was all of our family members, four-day party. Oh, there you so go. I did surprise her after disappointing her. And um, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's like a couple hundred dollars, you know, ruse I had to pull to just create more surprise. So thanks a lot for that email, buddy. <laughs> Why would you write that in email? an email? <laughs> Nick, what do you got? Uh, we went to the Grand Canyon, went hiking. Uh, the day after, we it was a cl- cloudy day, and it was like sunset pics at the Grand Canyon. It was like cloudy all day. I'm like, crud. Like, <laughs> great. And then right at the time, uh, sun broke through, got phenomenal uh, photos, and it went as planned. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Never seen that. Although I had some shaky legs from a (laughs) 17 mile out and back uh, Grand Canyon hike the day before. (laughs) You look nervous. No, baby, I'm cramping. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't you. I mean, a little bit, but (laughs) need to replenish the electrolytes. That's right. Yeah. Um, Well, mine um, sort of went as planned. uh, So I'll thread the needle between these two stories (laughs) because. yeah, so I, I took my now wife to uh, our our favorite date place at the time was uh, Perry's Steakhouse, yeah. and and again it was just like once a year kind of thing we would go and that was our every like every Tuesday whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish, I wish, but no, this was this was literally it was like the the special place we would go to for a birthday sure. or an anniversary or something like that while we were dating, and um, so I took her on her birthday. And I had I had already purchased the ring like a month before, so she had no idea that that was on its way. I had been able to calm down a little bit from from that, and um, and I had it in the box that um, my great grandmother uh, mm. her engagement ring was oh, in. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, so that was passed on to me, and and there's a there's a whole rest of the story of what we did because we had one of the rings from that relationship as well. So anyway, there's a whole family tie there but um but at the engagement um so we're at dinner i didn't eat very much so she knew something (laughs) she knew something was off and um 
And and it occurred to me in the moment at the restaurant, I was like, well, she doesn't like, like I'm the outgoing crazy one who likes to be on stage and all that. I was like, she doesn't like big, you know, displays and, and public attention and all that. So I was, I realized, oh, well, we've taken all these road trips in her car and her car was passed down from her grandmother. So it's like my great grandmother, mm -hmm. the, like the box and her car. And so weirdly I proposed in the car, but first what I did is I just turned on the overhead light yes. <laughs> because I wanted it to sparkle when I opened the Amazing. box. And, um, and I didn't even get the question out before she was like, wait, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> and, uh, and then finally, yeah, I actually proposed. That's but, awesome. Yeah. So it, it kind of worked, but I had to, I felt like I had to call an audible. It sounds like you made the right move. I think so. Yeah. Cause it was more, it was more personal just for us instead of being in a big restaurant setting. And she cut you off before you did the, well, I've been thinking a lot about your grandmother lately. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think those words were ever said. <laughs> no, but thanks for making it uncomfortable in, in hindsight. You're ruining my memories. Did any of your wives claim to black out? That's like a girl thing. No, I, if anything, I was the one who blacked out. But. <laughs> no, but I do love, I took this picture when we got back into our car, and it's just this like really... Like it's not the professional photographer, but it's like the what I remember of her like yes. tearing up and That's just being cool. so like happy mm. in that moment. That's awesome. Yeah. Amanda, when I finally proposed, she was like, like, yes, and why'd you do that to me earlier today? Kind of a thing. <laughs> but when we got back to the house, she thought she was gonna walk in and do whatever with her ring, show it off, and um nobody's watching. I'm like putting my arm up. And she walked into a house full of her grandparents and all of our relatives, are, and she nearly passed out then. She turned mm. and started running, and I had oh to grab goodness. her because <laughs> she does not want the spotlight. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Joey, what'd you do? I took my uh, my wife to Texas Mount Shasta. Precious metals. No. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Shasta. This can be all yours. <laughs> <laughs> that would have. <laughs> Any of these gold bars will melt it down. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say Mount Shasta? Mount Shasta, California. I've never heard of this. That's yeah, a real place. My, my sister, who. Now, this is not a Debbie Downer conversation, okay? My older sister passed away unexpectedly about uh, two years ago, two or three years ago. And she lived in this town in Mount Shasta. It's mm. a little bit north of San Francisco, about an hour, two hours up in a mountain town. And so I decided to take Karina to her favorite spot in that town. And you, the fake picture that we had to take because nothing went right is amazing. You'll, <laughs> you'll see, you can see the background, same thing with the beautiful, you know, the, back, the mountain in the background. But when we did it, we showed up at the spot. It was totally cloudy you couldn't see your hand in front of your face it felt like the fog was so thick so i pretended to take a picture but put it on video set it up on a picnic table in this park that we were in with a lake behind us and you know i had this whole speech it was it kind of came out somewhat of um and i started choking up and i just went down on one knee and uh and you know and told her how much i love her and will you marry me but it was it was just an amazing day because you know i kind of felt my sister being there and mm. uh, yeah, Mount Shasta is where we did it. It's also where my sister wanted to take me snowboarding forever. So her and I the next day went and snowboarded for the first time. For me, first time ever on the same mountain my sister learned how to oh. snowboard on. Yeah. So, yeah. That makes that place so special, cool. too, to even, I think, tie you back from a family perspective to your own family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I did, I did surprise her with friends. So I called her best friends, and they all flew in. And, uh, you know, that was the actual surprise because she was kind of – wondering if i was going to do it when we went on this little trip so yeah. see we we thought about going to the neighboring mountain mount fanta nothing there tough crowd all the yeah, time man. Oh. Wow. <laughs> shasta no anybody i mean no. I, my brain has been racing about like there's really a mount shasta is that where they get it is it a spring <laughs> a soda spring it's it's a gorgeous place but you know one of my buddies is really funny and he started trolling me immediately when my my wife posted the pictures he's like oh man obviously condit wasn't uh, aware of the california engagement tax <laughs> and he went down this whole elaborate explanation that oh yeah they taxed you 70 percent of what you bought with the ring you <laughs> and it's California, so I believed every yeah. moment of it for the first half hour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like they got me again, you know. <laughs> Dang it. I actually think if California is listening, they might do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we should get a cut. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's <we're> documented. <laughs>
we also have a supply of gold and silver for you. Yes, there you go. Amazing. <laughs> TBD, TPC, the Beatitudes, Texas Precious Metals. That is swag I will give for millions. We should make your guys own coin. <laughs> of course okay. we should. All right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Can my hair stick off the top of the coin? <laughs> it, absolutely. Okay, perfect. And then we can that would be extra. <laughs> Render unto the Beatitudes what is belongs to the Beatitudes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all blasphemous at this point. Wow. Um, Joe, this <laughs> this is a lot of fun. How close we are and just, you know, we're allowed it's to getting just, hotter. It's getting hotter. Yeah. It's no rules. Say what you feel. I gotta say it was it was really you know because I don't do this. You guys do this all the time. But as a guest, you're just a little bit. Now I'm not nervous at all. Like this yeah. is so much fun. I've awesome. watched people that I think are on like major TV and radio all the time get in here and they start. Like, bruh, bruh, and I'm like, what's happening to them? And I realize nobody ever sits this close to you. <laughs> <laughs> So it's what, a different environment. I would love to know if your audience knew I was nervous before this very moment. Because we'll now take, I'm ready to we'll rock. Take a poll. Yeah. Christopher will tell us what he thought. That'll be in the comments. So watch <laughs> yeah. on YouTube. If anybody wants to check out YouTube, there's a website. Yep. At the underscore Beatitudes. Or if you will search Beata dash dudes because something about, you know, the whole Beatitudes being yeah. more popular than we are so far. So far. So far. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah, we haven't beat them yet. In I don't want to beat the Beatitudes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a weird I, thing to say. In YouTube SEO, it might be okay. Yeah, okay, because uh, like I'll talk any, to I'll know. talk to a I don't know confessor about this. We'll see what <laughs> hey Joe, we uh, it's worth asking. Joe, every show on Monday finishes differently than every other show. It's called Reverse Simpsons. We just finished the show differently, so we're gonna do something nobody knows what I'm about to do. But um, I'm gonna pass out some cards to Nick and to I Paul. Saw, I saw my name. But listen, really don't open this up where Joey can see it, okay? Because okay. what's gonna happen, and uh, we're gonna do this. We we do have um, an ambulance standing by in case anything happens. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. I mean, well, well, it, do we? Do you well, guys have a wipeout course for me? So what's going to happen is these guys are going to have to put a certain number of marshmallows in their mouth, <laughs> and there's one, two, and three words that they're going to have to say, and you're going to have to get it right. It's 20 points for each of them if you get it right. Okay. If you, <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. So they each can wor- earn up to 60 points. Words. If you get any right, then you get three points per uh, one that you get right. <laughs> And um, I get 20 points for designing the game. Oh, this is amazing. What I don't know is how many of these, and one at a time. Like, you don't need to be holding them in your mouth while yeah, Nick's going. Sure. Does that make sense? Sure. Um, I don't know what the right number is. So, Nick, let's would just you figure, just kind of get just going? figure that There's out. There's three, yeah. six. Could you touch them all first, though? <laughs> <That would. laughs> Do you want me to public them? <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about I grab this is my <laughs> own? <laughs> The reverse COVID process. Yeah. I think four. Well, I can understand you still. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think you got to go to seven. Poor Nick is actually going to be stuck. Keep Uh, going. Yeah. You need another. Okay. This is. You better watch this on YouTube. This is about to be number five. Yeah. We need to punch. I think six is it. I'm dead serious. I think six is it. And I know that's going to make you choke. But (laughs) like I said, we've got all of America, the person waiting outside for you. I was a lifeguard in college. So that's about as far (laughs) as my my revival skills go. That helps. If something happens. (laughs) Okay. Now pull out your question, number one, Nick, and you're going to read this out loud. Uh, No. I'm not allowed to look, right? Just don't look at his word. But you have to see. You can look at his face. But, Nick, don't. Act it out. Okay, he's going to throw up or something. Push it back in there. Now tell him what the word is. And Joey, let's see if you can get this, okay? He's going to be, oh my gosh. Don't ruin our mic- microphones here. Gosh, if you're not watching on YouTube, boy, do you wish you could pull yeah. over that car. He's going to spit it out. Oh, he's oh, oh, to. That looks like me on a good day. I don't even need Go to I'm normally to start over. Yeah. Okay, I'm normally look. drooling okay. all this over is, myself. I'll ta- no, I will promise to cut that part out. None of the mics caught that part. My goodness. Why don't we do six? That was six. That was six? That I thought was it was really seven. good. No, I, he got to six. I what? need tissue or something. Yeah, I, I drool on myself without the marshmallows. So. Yeah. Man, this is the strangest <laughs> podcast. Jeff. No, yeah, let's change <laughs> every single thing you did. Like, being the first choice here made it way worse. We're booking Jeff now for weddings for yeah. anyone interested in these DJ skills. He's done that before with uh, stand-up <laughs> comedy as well. Yeah, there's, I've got that my was either at, six or seven. But at they one start, point, I was they a start professional mime. <laughs> they go. start disintegrating. If you were right. a professional mime, you'd Give be me four. two more. Okay. I'll do six. Really? I think so. Okay. I'll change. I think it's appropriate, Listen, but like impossible. Here we go. The first We're going to change this up for here. you. Okay. Now you start putting this in here while we listen to <laughs> funky beats. See, this is this is better. Okay. It is better. <laughs> what? All right. I'm ready. 
All right, he's okay, amazing. Okay, go for it. Question, you're going to ruin your shirt. Question number one. Number one. Number one. <laughs> tell us, what's your word number one? Joey, you tell me if you get this right, okay? Okay. Or No, you say it out loud, and I'll tell you if you got it right. I'm in charge of that part. The dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do I get to hear it? Just once? <laughs> it's, it, it, it. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> Dude, come on. Oh. What do you think he said? The Briar Patch. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good guess. Did, okay, we're going to call that one a no. Why don't you go on to number two while you're drooling marshmallows? This is so bad. Um, I'm going to preload tissues over here yeah. before my turn. Yeah. Okay, you ready for number two? Do you need some more in just case one falls out or something? Here we go. There's some more marshmallows. He is just <laughs> struggling. I, I get it. You can do you can do some sort of a rotation there. Um, it's just like being in the public restroom. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Okay, number two. There it goes. You have to see this on YouTube. <laughs> By the way, Briar Patch was the, the Vatican. <laughs> Why don't we let Paul do one? Okay, all right. Paul's going to do his first one, all okay? Right. Oh, no. And Paul, just don't look over Paul's poor shoulder. Poor Nick a rest. I know, this is amazing. I, I, got, I can't look at Paul because I don't want to see the word. Strange. Everybody says we shouldn't do this on podcasts yet. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Mm-hmm. Paul's about to do this number one. This is genius. Mm-hmm. Good job, Joey, looking away. I might have one just for fun here. Okay, number one. Here we go. Listen, listen. Listen, Joey. You can look at him. Okay. <laughs> There's no way. Hold on. <laughs> I thought I did. So. Rid- ridiculous? <laughs> nope, the Eucharist. Oh. Okay. Hey, I I got it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> okay, now Nick is on to number two. Gosh, this is so much fun to design this stuff. You're doing. Well, great. you guys know who oh, not to bring on a game okay, show. Okay, wait. He's ready. For, you ready for number two, Nick? Mm-hmm. Go. Let, mm-hmm. Go to Nick. Okay, here we go. Oh, <laughs> What did you hear? Just what did you hear? Oreo tipsy. Oreo cookie. He gets half That's credit. Ten That's points. ten points. Let's go. Oreo cookie. Oreo tipsy. Why the heck would you say Oreo tipsy? I have yeah, no idea. That I, that's what I okay, heard. Paul's number two. He's ready. He's ready. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> oh, George Washington. <laughs> That's what I heard too. Rice Krispies. Wait a minute. Is this like the spelling bee where I can say, "Can you spell that?" Oh, use that in a sentence. Use that in a sentence, please, Paul. Right, he needs a trash can. Over here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We need to just share this trash yeah. can. Okay, get ready for I'm number not, three. I'm not loading the third one until I can get that trash can back. Oh my goodness. One more. Or can you? Can Actually, you, now my favorite part of Beatitudes history. Hey, one can more. Can you give me I'm the pretty uh, sure one more set of three? I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure nobody oh, listening likes yet. this, but I love this. I also want the language of origin for the next <laughs> yeah. the next word. Okay. What is the Latin <laughs> root? Let me get this. Yeah. Let me okay. get this bad boy. He's out loading there. up. And guys, while well, he's loading up, I want y'all to know it smells like marshmallows <laughs> in here. Hey, if you could have one this speaker on the Beatitudes right now, who would it be, Joe, while they're stretching their jaw muscles? One speak like that of the three of you? No, who is the, who is the next guest? I that's mean, that's like making me pick between mom and dad, <laughs> <laughs> and other dad. With your guy's style, I'm I keep saying it. Boss Rutten would okay, be wait, amazing. Number three, he is so much fun. Number three. Oh, the music's gonna help. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. <laughs> okay, what do you think he said? You just still have to take a guess no matter what. Oh, I was going to reload. Friars. I was going to reload. What, you reload. Yeah. Can I reload yeah. one more? Because okay. Paul is going to take a shot here. One more attempt at number And then, uh, right. you've seen it already or no? Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, just get this going here. If you're listening still, congratulations. You, <laughs> any listener who will put in the comments, I'm still listening on YouTube, you will get 46 points. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Joe, you can take a couple guesses. I'm trying to help uh, this guy. No, out. I, I'll play the game and did it once. It was it's very entertaining or something energy. Uh, 
you were very not close. It's magnanimity. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that I can't even. If even if you said that word normally, I probably wouldn't be able to repeat it. Okay. Okay. Here's number three for Nicholas. Number three. We got that. Number part. three. Number three. Oh, that's oh. Fortitude. Nick, try again. Can you just one. Oh, I got it. I know it. I know what it is. Oh, I'm the worst at game shows. What? <laughs> Forty-three. I know it's not it. Oh, that's the first half of it is is basically right. What was it, Paul? Fortitude. Oh right. my goodness. So with a final score of ten to zero to zero <laughs> to, I think I got three points. Um, guys, how did that feel? Just a quick reflection on going from. I look forward to doing that again in season three. Okay. Yes, we need to bring that one that back. That one can come back. That'll I mean, be a reverse Simpsons that we repeat. Oh, good. That's how, I'm. I was afraid you guys are going to be like, you know, where your eyes start tearing up and you're like, I'm choking, Jeff. I hope you're having fun over I mean, there. Six was a little ridiculous, which made it perfect. <laughs> yep. I would love to see how many of your listeners are able to guess right. Without I know. Knowing the answers. I know. We should just have a whole segment. In fact, when we launch the members-only platform after this goes a million dollars, then we an will... episode. An episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. uh, we will have that game where people can live interact with us on all that. Longest we've ever listened to this piano music, Joe. Um, this has been a blast. <sighs> we uh, we have a bonus show with you on Friday. You ready to come back for the bonus show? On Friday? This Friday? <laughs> <laughs> we re- we recorded tonight, Joe. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I am a terrible guest. No, absolutely. I love it. I will be back this Friday. Fantastic. Yes. We can't wait we to see you there. look forward to it. Well, we're going to be on See you in the Eucharist. Put some in your mouth. Come on. Some of those words, even if you didn't have marshmallows in your mouth, I probably would have struggled. I got you. Watch this. Nick. (laughs) See you in the Eucharist. (laughs) (laughs) This is the dumbest. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.